and this is Erica Glessing. You're joining me for the show. I'm so excited today. I have a pair of amazing authors with me, and I'm not going to brag on their behalf, but one of them has over three million books in print. So let's just see what we can do to find out more about these two amazing people. They happen to live in the wild, wild west, or what once was. I'm pleased today to have with me Don Bendel and his wife, Dr. Janet Bendel, and they have an amazing new book called Real Men Are Cowboys. Welcome, Don and Janet. How are you? Hi, Erica. Hi, how are you? Oh, did you mean this book, Erica? <laughs> <laughs> and Don's holding up Real Men Are Cowboys and Women Love Them, their brand new baby. But where are you in the world? And I understand you had a bit of a snowstorm this week. Yeah, we did. It was uh, 70 some degrees the other day. I went out to feed my horse and I was in, you know, t-shirt and, and uh, sweats and uh, slippers. And now we have like a foot of snow on the ground and, and it was like below 30 last night. The sun's out. We're happy. Yeah, the sun's out today. We <laughs> Welcome get to Colorado, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially Southern Colorado, we get 330 days of sunshine a year. Well, sure I'm, I'm curious how you to kind of, you know, this book has a bit of a, it has a little bit of spice, doesn't it? I mean, it has yeah. a little bit of a, you know, cowboy up, right? So tell yeah. me a little bit about the genesis of that and, and, and how you came up with like that message. And it's kind of a firm message. Well, you know, I, I'm going to defer to my wife on that because she really had a problem for 25 years with the many doctors and lawyers and professional men she dated until she met the cowboy. <laughs> and I'll let her tell that story. Well, it's true. I, I had been married before, uh, but I was single for a long, long time. And I dated all kinds of successful men, investment bankers, chiropractors, all kinds of really terrific men. But something was missing. And it wasn't until I met Don that I really realized what that was. He's not just a cowboy, but we use that as a metaphor for what we would call a real man. Don is a modern day John Wayne. And that means he's a guy who says what he means, he means what he says, and he follows through. And, and you know, I, I have to say, Janet, just living, just when someone does what they say and says what they do has become something of an anomaly, right? Yes, you can count on yeah. him. A lot of guys have become wimps or wimpy, just wishy-washy. You're not really sure if they're reliable. You, women aren't sure if they can depend on them. As soon as I met Don, I realized that this was a solid person of character. And that was what was important to me. And that... From listening to all of his stories, um, I encouraged him to write them down because I felt that he just completely demonstrated the real man in today's modern society. We're not really in the Wild West, but <laughs> in the world, you don't find that many real men. I think they're a little bit lost, and we're trying to help 
to encourage them to get back to a traditional solid manhood, not one that persecutes or oppresses yeah. in any way, but a real solid guy that you can be proud to be with. I'm going to, Don, I'm going to back up a little bit and I'm not sure I've really let people see that you have written, you know, over 30 books. And I want to just talk a little bit about becoming the storyteller because you've written books about Vietnam. You've been willing to take on topics that are, you know, not that liberal. Conservative, <laughs> yes. Tell me no. a little bit about how your stories show up for you, and then we can go back to the book. But tell me a little bit about how you just keep coming up with these Western stories. Well, when I was a little boy, I mean, I'm talking five years old, I had a great uncle who was like six foot six. We called him Big Uncle Roy, and then my Uncle Roy was Little Uncle Roy. He was normal, like 5'8", five, 5'9", five, something like that. Uh, four bronze stars in World War II. Uh, I was very close with my Uncle Roy. But my big Uncle Roy used to be the manager of the Lyceum Theater in Chicago. And he traveled the country speaking as uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln and a couple other characters doing one-man shows. And he had a deep, booming voice, and he had a vocabulary with so many esoteric wow. phraseology. Yeah. I, was, I was blown away, and I was five years old. And so my uncle told me to learn a new word every week uh, and learn the definition of it and how to spell it. And uh, because I told him I wanted to be an eloquent speaker like him. Of course, I didn't say eloquent at five years old. But oh, I want to be neat like you, Uncle Louie. <laughs> and, and so he told me what to do. I was very impressed by that. He was very regal. And, uh, and you know, in the deep, booming voice. Yeah, and, I'm pretty uh, sure that most five-year-old boys don't, like, set out to learn a new word every single week and its definition how to spell it right i did but in the fifth and sixth grade i was a school spelling bee champion so it worked yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh so in any event i also dreamed about being a cowboy and i i all the saturday morning uh in those days saturday morning cartoon characters we didn't have the SpongeBob's and SquarePants and Power Rangers. We had cowboys and they had this moral code. They'd, you know, they'd get in a gunfight and they'd shoot the bad guy in the hand and make the gun fly out of his hand. And they would never kick a guy below the belt or, or even kick, uh, you know, and all that. But they would, uh, their word meant something and they, they would die keeping their word. And they were gentlemen and they would treat ladies like ladies. And so I grew up with that. And fortunately, my dad didn't have the best parenting skills. But one thing he did was he taught me when I was very young, a little girl down the street uh, beat me with a stick. So I took it away from her and hit her back. And my dad took me home and paddled me for about 10 minutes. And he said, never, ever touch a female in anger the rest of your life. And I never have. And in fact, I've spent 53 years in the martial arts teaching women how to ward off rapists, domestic abusers, and 
and uh, intimidating bosses and the uncle with the the slow hug, you know, you know what I mean? Have Everyone you noticed, um, Janet, that he really doesn't get how to do things in a small way? <laughs> I'm just going to be the champion of the world of this and the champion of the world of that. So let's, let's, go, let's go up to now. We're going to fast forward. We have all these great books that you've written. And, and this is really your first delve into the nonfiction. So tell us a little bit about the book, Real Men Are Cowboys and and Women. Say the title again for me, Janet, even though I know and it. women love them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Real men are cowboys and women love them. Love yes. Them. <laughs> you two are so fun. You have to admit, everyone, I timed this perfectly for Valentine's. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> so... Um, why don't you just talk a little bit more about the book and, and either of you can just go a little bit more. Well, uh, for my part, I tell 13 different anecdotes from my life in the martial arts as a Green Beret in Vietnam, uh, as a, a tracker. Uh, I've tracked missing hikers and fugitives in the mountains and the desert and so on. Uh, and uh, I was married, you mentioned Valentine's Day. Six years ago, Valentine's Day, my late wife of 33 years uh, passed away, and I lost her, and I've been married. I don't, what wife number are you? Five. Oh, five. Well, I yeah. tell everybody number 19, but yeah. it's really number five. Yeah, but in any event, uh, I was married for 33 years and very much in love with Annie Oakley. And then uh, I married on the rebound, uh, somebody 20 years younger than me, and the, the ceremony lasted longer than the marriage. <laughs> and because I didn't properly grieve my wife's death, I loved her so much, I didn't handle it right. I thought because she was a Christian, she was in heaven and out of pain now, and I was happy for her even though I was going to miss her. And I thought, boy, I got a handle on this. And I married on the rebound, uh, corrected that mistake quickly. And I was never going to get married again. And I met Janet and I fell in love with her. Uh, so I was married to Annie Oakley for 33 years. And now I'm married to Grace Kelly. <laughs> Aw, you guys are amazing. <laughs> you know, I, I wish we could go on forever. I want to encourage people to go out and get this book because if you love like stories, you're going to love Don's stories. And then if you love just learning more about the psychology of men and women, you're going to love Dr. Janet Sullivan's contribution and uh, uh, Janet Bendel. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> she used to be Dr. So, Sullivan. That name just stuck it, <laughs> snuck in there, didn't it? Well, uh, maybe some people recognize her from that name as well. So thank you both so much for coming and showing and playing full out. And why don't you tell us where we can reach you and get this great book? Well, uh, our website is uh, realmenorecowboys.com. That took a lot of creativity on our part. <laughs> or you can go to donbendel.com, either one. Great. And, uh, that, you know, and it tells you there how to contact us. Awesome. Thanks like for on, by phone or Twitter. We're Wonderful on Facebook talking and all with that. you. Thank you so much, Erica. Thank you, Erica. 